This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Nothing personal, pal. What a stupid son of a bitch. President Biden's phone call to the Fox reporter one hour later. Did he apologize? Then... No heart for you. The patient close to death is refused a new heart because he isn't vaccinated. Will your son get the vaccine? And a 70-year-old pinned under her SUV. The car is on top of her. She can't move all together now. Plus, suffer the children. Three little ones shot by random gunfire. I wasn't done loving him. I wasn't done watching him grow. Plus, actress Tiffany Haddish opens up about her DUI arrest. I've been praying to God to send me a new man. God went ahead and sent me four in uniform. <laughs> then, my affair with the pool boy. What the wife of disgraced ex-Liberty University leader Jerry Falwell Jr. is saying today. Plus, what the heck is that thing? The mysterious creature found under a porch. They can't figure out what it is. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. He is not the first president to show his annoyance at reporters, but President Biden has personally called the reporter he swore at yesterday to say it was nothing personal. Sounds like the president and the reporter had a cordial conversation about that comment heard around the world. President Biden is saying no hard feelings after calling a Fox News reporter an SOB. It happened last night as White House correspondent Peter Ducey called out this question. Biden didn't like that one bit. It's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. One hour later, Ducey says Biden called him on his cell phone. He said, it's nothing personal, pal. And I told him that I appreciated him reaching out. Hey, hey, Sean. Uh, the world is on the brink of, like, World War Three right now yeah, I, uh, I with it. all this stuff going on. I appreciate <laughs> that the president took a couple minutes out this evening <laughs> while he was still at the desk to, to give me a call and clear at the air. At least he called you pal. All. Today there is fallout with many observers taking the president to task for using crude language. These are the people who should be setting examples for our kids. And it's like yet more examples of men behaving badly and, and mothers eventually having to clean it up. Sometimes you just lose it for a second. Ducey's father, Fox and Friends co-host Steve Ducey, is also speaking out today. I got a feeling Joe Biden's not going to do that again. Well, you raised him well. On day one of his presidency, Biden gave staffers this warning. If you're ever working with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect talk down to someone, I promise you I will fire you on the spot. 
Last night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, CNN's Jake Tapper sided with his Fox News rival. I don't think any president should be calling any journalist a, a dumb son of a bitch. Fox News says you are, you know, that you're on Team Biden and you are a mouthpiece for the Democrats. And yet here you are defending Peter Ducey, who, as far as I've been able to tell, is indeed a dumb son of a bitch. So I, uh, I, I do not agree with that. Ducey stopped short of saying the president apologized, but he said he doesn't need anyone to apologize to him. He also said the president can call him anytime he wants. Around the country, there are a lot of things you cannot do if you have not gotten your COVID shots. You can't eat in restaurants. You can't work at certain jobs. And in the case of one man desperate for a heart transplant, Stephen Fabian says the word is no vaccine, no heart. No COVID vaccine, no heart transplant. That's the ultimatum facing a young dad today. DJ Ferguson's heart is failing fast. Ferguson was at the top of the transplant list at world-renowned Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. But when they found out he's not vaxxed against COVID, they took him off the list. I spoke to his mother, Tracy. So why doesn't your son believe in the COVID vaccine? He just doesn't believe that a vaccine can be manufactured in months um, based on what he's read. And vaccines typically take years to evolve into an effective vaccine. And with all this division within our country, uh, it's hard to trust anyone. A rep from the hospital tells Inside Edition the COVID-19 vaccine is one of several vaccines required for transplant candidates in order to create both the best chance for a successful operation and also the patient's survival. We have very few organs, so we have to decide who's going to get them. And the way we decide is we look at who's most likely to survive the longest. So by saying I don't want a vaccine means that this patient is more likely to get COVID and die from COVID. And we could instead give the heart to someone who will live longer with it. Ferguson has two kids and a third on the way. His pregnant partner, Heather Dawson, posted an update today in which she suggested he was having a change of heart about the vaccine. Is DJ in a position where he now needs a vaccine to get a life-saving procedure? Yes. Is he going to choose to die instead of getting it? No. Will your son get the vaccine? We don't know. We're taking every day. Every day his condition changes. And DJ wants to live for his family. He could change his mind. Ferguson suffers from a hereditary heart condition. He's having surgery today to install a mechanical valve in hopes of prolonging the life of his heart until he can be cleared for a transplant. It was a freak accident that nearly cost a 70-year-old lady her life. Cops say she forgot to put her car in park, and it rolled over her. And she very likely could have been a goner, but for a good Samaritan and some police officers who literally lifted the car to free her. Here's Amber Cagliano. A 70-year-old woman is trapped under her SUV. Is there any serious bleeding? Yes, her head is bleeding. She's bleeding. Okay. The car is on top of her. The car is on top of her? Yes, the car okay. Okay. Please, I'm Neighbor Kyle Stant got to her first. She grabbed my leg and she said, don't leave me. She, she realized who I was. She said, Kyle, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I told her, I said, I'm not going anywhere. We're going to get you out of this. We're going to get you safe. Police in Newcastle County, Delaware, got there in minutes. We saw that an elderly woman had her left arm pinned under the front left tire. 
um, and her legs were trapped up in the wheel well. We're calming her down. She was very frantic, just saying that she needed help. They relied on brute strength. All together now. Once these guys did the heavy lifting with the car, it was just... I saw the opportunity that I knew I could get her to safety, and I tried to pull her out as quick as I could. The woman does not want to be identified by name, but we spoke to her son, Mike. She's still in the uh, intensive care unit in the ICU. Um, she still has a chest tube in. She had uh, her hip replaced on the left side. She had a chest plate done on the left side because her ribs were all crushed and pulled apart on the right side and her lung had collapsed. Mike shared a playful photo of his mom. He hopes that when she's better, she'll get to meet her heroes. I vividly remember her saying, I'm going to die here, aren't I? And I told her, absolutely not. We're going to get you out of here. Yes, and you know what? If you said that to me, I would believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Before the officers arrived, a neighbor tried to lift the SUV using a jack, but the jack was just too short to raise the car high enough. They are the littlest victims, children in the wrong place at the wrong time, caught in crossfire. And the latest victim is a six-month-old baby killed by a stray bullet. We spoke with his devastated mother. This adorable six-month-old baby is the latest victim of -of out-of-control gun violence gripping America. Little Grayson Matthew was with his mother when her car was caught in crossfire in Atlanta. I spoke to his grieving mom, Carrie, today. I wasn't done loving him. I wasn't done watching him grow. I wasn't done, and I want him back. Atlanta's police chief described the heartbreaking moment he and the mayor met with Grayson's mom. When the mayor and I were able to talk to the mother of this child, we were speechless. What can you say to a mother that's lost a child? To nonsense. To nonsense. Just four days ago, eight-year-old Melissa Ortega was shot dead as she and her mom fled a hail of gunfire in Chicago. And in New York, this blood-stained pink jacket was left behind in a gutter when a year-old girl, Catherine Ortiz, was hit in the face by a stray bullet. She is recovering from brain surgery. Surveillance video shows the gunman running down the street, firing the weapon, then running back. Three little ones, innocent casualties in unspeakable acts of random shootings. The fact that, that whoever was involved was able to continue their day and drive around and make the foolish decisions that they made while my son laid there and took his last breath in my arms is disgusting to me. Wow. A 22-year-old suspect has been arrested in connection with Little Grayson's death. Other news today, Tiffany Haddish is talking about that DUI arrest that happened while she was shooting a movie in Georgia and always playing it for laughs. She said the arrest, in a way, was an answer to a prayer. Tiffany Haddish! Tiffany Haddish pops up on The Tonight Show, proving to Jimmy Fallon her sense of humor remains intact after her arrest for DUI. Want to talk about it or no? Well, I can say this, Jimmy. Okay. I've been praying to God to send me a new man, a good man. And um, God went ahead and sent me four in uniform. (laughs) Two weeks ago, Haddish posed for this smiley mugshot after falling asleep behind the wheel of her SUV outside Atlanta, Georgia. There are a 
sleep at the light? Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Hanish was booked for driving under the influence, specifically marijuana. I got a really great lawyer, and uh, we're going to work it out. It's been a rough month for the girls' trip star. She broke up with rapper Common, then came the deaths of her good pal Bob Saget and her beloved grandmother. She was like my soulmate, so yeah. that, that's been... A really hard to process all this, you know, yeah. grief. Now Haddish is ready to channel her troubles into comedy. My next special is going to be about grief. It is. Uh, it's going to be hilarious. I love that. Uh, and an affair with a pool boy. Sex tapes made with an illicit lover. Not exactly the conduct expected by the wife of one of the nation's conservative Christian leaders. But Becky Falwell says she did that and more. Now the wife of the former head of Liberty University, Jerry Falwell Jr., is telling all in a bombshell interview. She's the hottest first lady at any college in the country. The wife of evangelical leader Jerry Falwell Jr. is opening up for the first time about her relationship with a pool boy and revealing they made sex tapes together. Falwell Jr. resigned in disgrace as president of Liberty University in 2020 following a series of embarrassing scandals. Now Becky Falwell is admitting to having a years-long sexual relationship with the pool boy, Giancarlo Granda that started when he was 20. They met while he was working at the Fontainebleau Hotel in Miami. Becky tells Vanity Fair that she had a big Canon camera and a couple of times I put it on the dresser and Giancarlo agreed to record themselves. In the tell-all interview, Jerry Falwell says he once walked in on his wife and the pool boy having sex. It was traumatizing, he was quoted as saying. In 2020, Granda released this recording of a conversation with the Falwells. John's been very busy lately. <laughs> His new thing is like telling me every time he hooks up with people, like, like I don't have feelings or something. In the new Vanity Fair interview, Becky claims in 2017, Granda pressured her to have sex in her daughter's bed, despite the affair being over. He said he wanted to have sex, and I said, no, no, no. I kept saying no. I didn't want to do it, she told the magazine. But I was scared to death of him, too, because he was still holding everything over me. So we had sex. He left, and I went into the room and just cried. Granda declined to comment on Becky Falwell's allegations, saying everything will be answered in a book and Hulu documentary that he's working on. And what in the world is this critter? Les Trump reports a local animal shelter is trying to figure that out. What is this thing? Is it a dog, a coyote, a wolf, something in between? No one is quite sure. The mystery began when Christina Eith found the animal hiding and under her porch right in Fairfield Township, Pennsylvania. How did the animal react to you? He was a little scared, but he never showed any signs of aggression. So that's why I kind of leaned towards dog, even though I saw the features of a coyote. Goodhearted Christina did something a lot of other people wouldn't do in her situation. She took the strange and unidentifiable creature into her house to keep it warm. I just felt so bad. It looked so bent out of shape. It looked so scared and cold. The only thing I could think about is that I wanted to get it inside and warm. The creature is now with a local animal shelter, which is conducting DNA tests to determine what species it is. We showed the video to Dr. Timna Lee of Tribeca Soho Animal Hospital in Manhattan. What I was noticing is that the ears were kind of more, you know, angular. They kind of were down. Instead of a dog, when they're maybe more scared, they pin their ears back. So what does she think it is? I do think just purely based on anatomy, 
from video, I think it's more of a coyote than a dog. For now, we'll just call this creature the thing. And we'll be back with more after this. Next, the new Janet Jackson documentary. It's just something that needs to be done. Never before seen video. Mother, how do you feel talking about my... I can't. And Kirby Surfers, Hanging 10. Aloha! We're the Kirby Surfers! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. You definitely know this song from the 80s. Now, Cindy Lauper's anthem, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, has reached a big milestone. It has been viewed on YouTube more than one billion times. Lauper thanked her fans for always supporting and inspiring her. And speaking of music superstars, Janet Jackson is known for being pretty quiet about the ups and downs in her life. But now she is opening up like never before. It's the new Janet Jackson documentary that throws the spotlight on the famously private pop icon. Why did you want to do this documentary? It's just something that needs to be done. Janet finally addresses the notorious wardrobe malfunction with Justin Timberlake at the 2004 Super Bowl. Justin and his team have been trying to contact us about you doing the Super Bowl. She questions why she was blacklisted, at least temporarily, while Timberlake, who apologized for his role, went on to have a flourishing career. Janet also says her career was tarnished because of the sexual abuse allegations leveled against her brother Michael. Guilty by association. In the documentary, family matriarch Catherine Jackson gets emotional when the topic of her son Michael comes up. Mother, how do you feel talking about Mike? I can't. The documentary, airing on Lifetime and A&E, also explores her marriages. How would you describe your relationship with men? (laughs) Inside Edition spoke to her first husband, singer James DeBarge, in 2017 about the long-standing rumor that they had a child together. If it's true, you'll find out when when she's ready for you to find out. We also spoke to his daughter, Christinia, about the rumors. I believe I do have a sister out there. Husband number two was Renee Elizondo Jr. 
Husband number three was billionaire Wissam Almana. They split in 2017, shortly after the birth of their son. The documentary has been five years in the making and was produced with Janet's full cooperation. The two-part Janet documentary kicks off Friday on Lifetime and A&E. And when we come back, catching a wave, all body types welcome. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Body positivity catches a wave. Meet the Curvy Surfer Girls. These full-figured women are changing the face of surfing, showing they can hang 10 just like anyone else. On the beautiful white sand beaches of Waikiki, these ladies are ready to hit the surf. With a good waxing of their boards, All right, ready? it's time to head off into the water. As they paddle out, they wait to catch the perfect wave and cowabunga. Elizabeth Sneed started the movement just two years ago, and in a short amount of time, women around the world are embracing their bodies and their surfboards. For years, we've never seen our body types represented in larger surf culture, and I wanted to do something to change that. And so now we're owning our body and we're getting rid of that shame. And when we come back, you won't believe who or what is walking off the job. Finally today, we've talked a lot about people leaving their jobs. Well, it's not just people. Has the great resignation movement well, finally gone too far? You know, now it's a, it's a ladder calling it quits. You know, it's a bad day when your ladder walks off the job. This ladder has definitely had enough. How did they do that? That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.